genre. Not ready for it. If you get all of us sick. I know. I would be really upset. I would be, I would feel so guilty. I don't think I'm. It's like, we never record in person. And then it's because I get everyone sick. (laughs) That would be the worst. I am plague ridden. Okay. I wonder if Victoria's microphone picks that up. That's fine. It's fine. The TV from... Oh, from them? I have no idea. Who knows? It looks like it does, but just a little bit. It's dancing. Or maybe that's the refrigerator. Yeah, it'll be fine. (coughs) Oops. I don't want that happening. Okay. Shall we? Should we? We shall. Okay. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one scaredy cat minute at a time. Is that disingenuous? Is that being mean to to Lockhart? I don't nah. think so. I don't think so. I'm Gary Ruby. I'm Victoria Cope. And we have Tim and Lexi back with us again. Welcome back, you guys. Hey. Hey, thanks for having us back. I'm sorry to cut you off when you were about to say something. I was going to say, he has a keen sense of self-preservation. I don't know if it's a... Uh, scaredy cat? Scaredy cat. Okay. A keen... Okay. If I were to put you in a room one-on-one with a basilisk with only a memory charm... <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Okay. Okay, wait. Do I you think you could memory charm a creature like the basilisk? So how what do, would you okay, make it for let's talk. Let's talk about memory charms, because yes, exactly what Lexi was saying. It depends on how far. How does it, of, How does like, it work? Because when it backfires on him, yeah, it's not like. I mean, it erases like everything. a lot. And but I, it, it's not everything because I he can still do basic functions. Yeah, like he probably has instant. Like I can. I will eat. I know English. I can. It's I mean, weird we don't he, know because but he loses his sense of like. What magic is yeah. like when they're when they're flying out of the chamber? He's like, this is just like magic. Like he doesn't know that magic exists anymore, but he, he knows the, the concept of magic. So we don't know what he remembers. I don't. Yeah, it's so weird. Did he grow he up? He grew up from a Muggle family, right? No, he is wizard born. But wizard both born. of his older sisters are squibs. Okay, uh, but I was thinking if maybe it made him regress so to where he didn't yeah. know what magic was yet. But if he's wizard born, then he always knew what yeah. magic was. Yeah. Well, it's um, also like when you do a memory charm, do you get to choose how much they forget? I don't know. I assume because when we actually get to see like someone else using Obliviate, mm-hmm. Hermione like erases yeah. her existence from her parents' memory. Exactly. So that's but like also everything. the images of her in the pictures disappear, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like how does that work? But that's I wonder be a different if that's charm. just right? right. I would think so. That's yeah. a whole Unless separate thing. Like, Maybe it's like a Westworld thing where when they look at the pictures, they're like, doesn't look like yeah. anything to me. <laughs> oh, there yeah. you go. Like, sure. So it's like, it's visually representing that okay. for us, the that's viewers. showing us okay. that, like, that's what they would see. They won't see anything. Yeah. Weird. But I wonder if, 
because it makes me wonder. Well, okay. Could you like effectively like lobotomize someone with I oblivion? I mean, if but you shove the wand up their like... nose. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, fair. I guess that Maybe could... Through the eyeball. Wait, I threw the well, eyeball, you're right. Sorry, I'm not familiar with yeah, get it right, the lobotomy <laughs> I know, I know. You're, you're thinking uh, mummification. Mummification, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Ew. I don't think you could mummify someone with just a wand. You need <laughs> actually magic. There's got to be a preservation spell, right, that would keep... Oh, your, sure. Probably. Your skeleton preserved. Wait... Do you, do you think do you think that like if they never unpetrify the the students that they would just like stay preserved in that state forever? Probably. I think that would be your, how you mummify something. You just have to petrify them. Yeah. Creepy. Creepy. And uh, minute one hundred thirty ends with a very evil Ravenclaw. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I don't think I ever said it, but it does. My favorite part, well, not favorite part, but one of the things that I noticed right off the bat that I think is so funny is the way he, like, when they come into his office, he hurries to throw two more shirts into the trunk first and close it, and then he acts shocked that they're there. Uh huh. His it's, face it's, is so It's great. a great bit of physical acting <laughs> from him. so good. He does, he does it. Uh, uh, Branagh is so good in this. Like, he knows exactly what... He, he needs to bring in each scene mm-hmm. like is it going to be like oh i'm going to be pompous or this is he's like i have to be scared but also i'm it's a comedy so yeah. i'm i'm doing a funny bit you know at the same time so he does a great like full on you know you, you got to figure his whole uh, you know stage background comes into play where he's yeah. just like he flails over to the trump and closely like, throws it up close it turns around and it's just all in one it's really kind good. of movement um he cont- i love that he just he continues packing and like ruffling mm-hmm. with things like there's a lot of movement from him in this minute yeah and i really really love that because so many times we have conversations happening they're very just still shot like back and forth between yeah, yeah. and the camera knows too the camera's wide on this because and maybe he knows too like okay they're gonna have the kids in this scene as well so it's gonna show more of my body so i'll be able to kind of express more more. yeah Uh, whereas the later later in the um in the minute it's more close up on their faces Mm -hmm. so he Mm -hmm. he he does a little bit with his hands but uh um yeah it's a great just that turn when he closes his trunk and turns around is so perfect yeah Uh uh-huh and like looks at them it's it's good it's really really good um I just like watching him pack. Yes. Okay. The next thing so I noticed... Is this, the, this is not the first time we've seen his office, right? You guys no. have seen... We've seen it before because Harry goes to detention in there, right? It's not... Maybe they're sitting... They're in detention. Detention happens in the Defense Against the Dark Arts uh, class, okay, but they're okay, actually okay. sitting at his like class desk. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I, we, this is the first time we've been like up the staircase into this room. But you see it briefly then. Sorry, I'm like... No, you're I should okay. have rewatched the whole movie, but um, <laughs> you see it briefly when he like I goes up the see high him coming... from the ferry. Yeah, we see him come down from there at the beginning of that week when okay. uh, when he's like, "Allow me to introduce you to your new defense against the dark arts teacher, mm-hmm. me." Like we know he comes from there, and then yeah, when he's like, "Oh, you just nip them back in their cage," and then he closes himself right, in. Right, we right, haven't right. seen inside the room. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so this is the first. So we get to see everything. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun because there's so many little uh, things around the office like there's tons there's several mirrors oh yeah of which course. is great which makes sense locker. which is you know just things that you know like okay we've you've got at least a mirror in every shot in every angle that you can see 
He's um, already packed up. He's pulled his all portraits. of his portraits yeah. off the off the wall because these were all lining the classroom wall earlier. I noticed when they run into the room that the big portrait, the like the painting of him painting a painting of himself, mm-hmm. the the frame is still there, but it's empty. So like yeah. he's taken the t- like he packed a lot in the last like couple minutes. How he's long did it take? Probably for- used to packing up and getting out I of guess, places yeah. very quickly. <gasps> he's you know what I I kind of wish to see him packing the way that like Merlin packs up all his stuff in in, in, Sword, in the Sword of Stone, Stone yeah. when he's just like waving his wand and things are just packing themselves <laughs> into the bag like it's really really good and like the end of that whole number is him. Putting a couple shirts back in and slamming the thing. Yes. <laughs> it turns, yes. He turns around. Boom. What? It's like, I, I love Harry. Harry's voice sounds really deep to me compared to the rest of the movie. In this particular line, just this moment where he says, are you going somewhere? Mm-hmm. Uh, and his answer is just like, uh, doesn't he say his urgent call? Yeah. Call? Call. Wait a minute. Oh, he was called. Like, like... <laughs> Like on the phone? No, through the magical PA system. <laughs> Just to his. Actually, Gildroy, we need you to go off and do this instead. Yes, maybe from someone else. We don't know who. I don't. May I guess we do see them. We do see evidence in later movies that you can use, like you can use um, Patronuses to send messages. Yes. Oh, that's right. Um. Maybe it was a fireplace call. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria mentioned in the green room uh, about the uh, the he's got a wig on his desk yes, for a, a toupee of that he hides. He he packs it too when he's packing everything else. But it's he like grabs it and like yeah, he snatches he it and like like it. like a he throws it into the mill. bag that he's got in front of him, which I love. That's so like first of all, it kind of represents just nothing about him is real. Yes, yeah. everything. It's just like okay, well wait, his hair. You know, everyone talks about his, you know, know. his hair and how perfect it is. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it could be That's fake. why it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, although in my it's... research, I found that one of the only things he did come up with was a shampoo that made his car- his curls perfect. Um, it, wait, so does it... Maybe it made him bald and he just, like, he's covering up the I, I guess it, it was it was very... It, Hair tonic. It made sure to say that it it's the only, one of the only things that did work. Interesting. But it was super expensive to produce. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so he's got this fake, you know, he's got this, this toupee, toupee, which he may be wearing a different toupee. Is he wearing a t- toupee right now? Or I don't is know. that, like, extra volume? <laughs> like, like, like putting a toupee on top of your yeah. already hair? <laughs> That's, I don't know. Yeah, it's... I don't know. My guess is that if you... Maybe he's not totally bald, but, like, he wants his hairstyle to be even more luscious and perfect, Mm -hmm. and so this is, like, he's got, like, some short, stringy hair or something, and he wants his volume, and... I don't know. I don't know. It's... It would be great to... I don't know. That's so much that's, like, maybe he was... Didn't even have this color hair growing up. And somehow he's cultivated for his look now that he's a celebrity, and this is what he has to look. I don't know. It's like it's it's weird that he has it that he's not currently wearing it. Yes, it's not mm-hmm. like he has a whole bunch of different spots for. I wigs. love that he has, he has a one. very specific. He's got like he's on got the, the head on yep. the desk to wear yeah. the hair when he's not wearing it. It makes it easy to uh, to clean it whenever you have to like 
uh, I've, I've had to do costuming before and like yeah you put it on one of those heads and you have to like you brush, brush it, it out and like oh. that's how you clean it it's so, like I, I assume him sitting there making it perfect mm-hmm. with a little co- little combs and stuff he's, maybe he's one putting of the other curlers kids. in it and like <laughs> maybe another kid did that for their detention <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he would want anyone to know that he's actually bald uh, th- yeah this is probably the first time students have been in his office yeah that's true yeah he doesn't have office hours right <laughs> like yeah. a professor you gotta make an appointment no of course not he uh i wrote lockhart revealed because this is like the you know again in my uh style of <laughs> yes. if i had to make a comic book cover every time uh, <laughs> you know, for every minute revealed? this would be what it would say across the front um I think his books would have sold uh, probably not just as well, but because he says like no one would have bought these books if, if they didn't think that they, they were didn't me. think they were me, yeah. and I don't believe that. Right? I think he could have made a, a pretty decent living as a writer. Um, no, it, yeah, with like is, a series. But he wanted of, that vanity you know, of like yeah, it's of being be the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people, plenty of people. I mean, you could. If he just did a series, and it would be yeah. way easier to get people to talk if you had this like, successful hey, book, book series, you. and just like, hey, you're the next one that I want to, you know, people would be like, oh yeah, let's tell your story, you know, yeah. that would be. I think he would have done a lot better if he had just done that. Him, him he and needed, Rita Skeeter would have made an interesting duo. Oh my goodness! Oh, that would have been great. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! That been Too great. much, right? That's funny. Too Do you think he even writes the books now that I'm thinking about that? Do you just have like? A ghostwriter? Uh, yeah. So he goes and like nothing hears about the stories him. from people and then erases their memories and yeah. then goes and tells their stories to someone else. Right. Oh my God. So that they can write it for him. He's like, oh, this is my story. Intr- I'm going to tell you, you write it for me. I, since nothing about him is, is genuine. genuine, Yeah. I really believe that he is not a great writer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I've just maybe she got really good editors. I've never like it's it's just kind of creepy to have somebody like obviously memory charms are a thing like you have to learn, but it's just kind of like a creepy aspect of like some adult guy like being really like really really good at memory charms. charms. You're working at a school. I don't like that. (laughs) You could do anything with a memory charm. You could literally do anything and just erase your memory afterwards. There's some really terrible like implications to some of the magic that's around like yeah. the fact that like a student is able to get like a love potion that almost kills oh Ron. yeah that's ah, not great either scary. no yeah it is love potions are date rape drugs they're definitely date rape and, drugs. Mm-hmm. they're even worse I mean, than date rape drugs because you don't you, yeah you don't even have to be out doing anything nope <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it and it's not like oh yeah he's had too much to drink it's literally just oh no now he's cool it, it looks like consent which is the <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's worse it's, it's worse. worse than a date rape it's so <laughs> bad it's worse it's so bad yeah Mm-mm. so i noticed something else in this minute sure that i want to bring up um so Right before Harry actually finally realizes that he's trying to run away, um, 20 seconds in, um, (laughs) he says something about, Lockhart says something about, um, it wasn't in the job description. Yeah. So I want to know what is in the job description of being a Defense Against the Dark Arts professor or any professor at Hogwarts in general. Like, because I think a lot of the teachers, like, they have to know that you know, certain things are going to come up that they're going to have to be responsible for. And all the other professors seem to have this understanding that, okay, we're going to deal with this Chamber of Secrets situation. Uh, my 
My guess is that whatever, like, contract or whatever that Gildroy had to sign is probably really different than, like, what it's what it is for, like, actual staff and faculty that they know are going to be around long term. Yeah. Because we, we talked about this a lot at the beginning of the year. Like, why would, why would Dumbledore even bother to hire this guy? Like, it looks like everyone just sees right through the charade anyway mm-hmm. at Hogwarts. So... From what we found from like some some material on Pottermore and some stuff that like that that J.K. Rowling has said in like interviews has been that essentially like Dumbledore knew that like if he just kept going off and collecting stories from people like there no there'd be no way to like prove what he's doing, mm-hmm. but bringing him to Hogwarts and like giving him authority is going to out him as being the fraud that he is. Like gotcha. he's deliberately kind of bringing him in to like. So that everyone I think can I figure read, it out. I think mm-hmm. I read too that he knew some of the Dumbledore knew some yeah. of the wizards some of the people, that he yeah. has too. Which makes which kind of makes sense that makes because sense. Dumbledore's been teaching at Hogwarts Oops. for a long time, and then he's like really well connected. And these are people that are like doing really extraordinary like feats in the world mm-hmm. of magic. So of course, like he would have like a he would know he would have a relationship with these people. Yeah. That like oh hey like this person just like went missing, mm-hmm. or like they came back and they just weren't themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think it's this guy. How do we prove it? Yeah. Like Let's so put my him around children. That, like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Thank God. you. I was gonna say that yeah. right now, and I'm like, yes. And let's let's put all the children at risk to out this man. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was wonderful. You know, well, Dumbledore didn't know that the Chamber of Secrets is gonna open this year. No, but no. he's putting like Defense Against the Dark Arts. Yeah, is a big deal. That's kind of the one you don't I know. want him. The first time. It's not like divination. Actually, like you can have a, an old kook, you know, teaching divination is not going to hurt anyone. It's surprising that no one has to like make up the lost time for this incompetent teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the other thing too is like Dumbledore. Every time he hires a new Defense Against Dark Arts professor, he knows he that, knows that they're, they're not, not going to be around. Be around. Yeah. yeah, and so it's which like, is kind of messed up. Yeah, so is he telling like, these people this when they get the job? No, no, <laughs> no, not at all. Does Snape know that the position is cursed? Like, yeah, I wonder that cursed? too, and and I wonder like. Well, I think it makes sense that that's why Dumbledore doesn't put him in that position yeah. because he knows as soon as he's in, something's going to happen to Snape. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and even yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It doesn't make it, but like what you said is that there doesn't seem to be. It, it kind of made me think that maybe there just isn't a curriculum mm-hmm. every no. year. No, I because there's no set of because it's the only school in the entire country. Yeah. They can teach what they, they can want. teach whatever they want, even well, if that's, that's nothing. Is, like, yeah, we've talked so there's about no this. kind of standards. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do have like exams. Mm-hmm. Which they're exempt from at the end of this movie. Everyone is just exempt from exams because of what's happened in the. It's like, how are you able to go up a but, year in school? Like, if this was real there, school, there is no standardized <laughs> testing. Like, no, they're the not, only one. Not till the yeah. owls. So. Yeah, I don't so know. it's just sort know. of yeah. It's it's so yeah. So every year they don't really learn any. It, it's not necessarily Except about like for, what's, um, what next new year. spells you Next learn, year you, they actually you, learn some I stuff. think their first year they did. I yeah. think you, they probably learned, yeah. I don't, I don't know what don't Quirrell, think so? I don't know. Do we have any classes in... Do we have any examples of what Quirrell's classes take? No, no, you only, you only get the one it. where he has the, the yeah, giant lizard. Iguana. Yeah, when she So takes, he looks like he's trying to teach them something. Yeah. You don't know. You don't yeah, get to see. We have no idea. We have no idea. Well, but it's not Harry's class. 
No, no, it's not. That's but it's a third, year. a third year. A third year. Yeah, Harry, Fifth? Harry, Ron, Fifth. and Hermione learn that if you just jump on the back of a troll and shove a wand up its nose, <laughs> you're, 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 you get, you're, yeah, you're good to go. You're good. Mm-hmm. Actually, that just, that just makes it. That just makes not it true. mad. <laughs> but that's a good distraction tactic. <laughs> I mean, Harry I mean, jumps on I'd the back mad. of a twelve foot tall troll. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Harry that's, a, that's, a, that's a big jump. Jump, yeah. <laughs> well, he's athletic. Basketball. He's an athlete. <laughs> the one thing we see in these movies that this Harry is good athlete. at is he's he's an he athlete. Can fly. He can fly. Yeah. Okay, I also feel like they probably learned some stuff um, in the fourth year. I was saying yeah. the third year they they learned third a lot and fourth. Yeah. I mean, it's questionable too. They're learning, but well, I mean, that's they, true. It's learning, not actually. They're learning how to cast the unforgivable curses. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I don't know what it is. That's cool. <laughs> true. What to avoid, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't Here's know. what not to cast. From the doctor, though. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> In disguise. In disguise. Licks his lips, and it's weird. Yeah. Right, they gave him this weird tick, tick. and it's I, like of all the things you can they, give him to be like, a tick. Was that David Tennant's idea? Yeah, I think it must have, probably. I would think so too. And then, and then Brandon Gleason's like, oh, seems I weird can, that I they would give this. him that they would give him that much. I guess um, what's the word I'm looking for? That much autonomy agency. and like an yeah, agency of what to do when he's barely in the like. I feel like. It was Brennan Gleason more who had control my, over that character than David Tennant. My, yeah. my assumption is like we are like, always talking about David other Tennant's movies, by the way. Always, so that when when Mad Eye Moody comes face to face with like you Barty Crouch Senior, you can show yeah. like that visible tick. That, well, that I would think it. it was the other way around. Is that Brennan Gleason was like, let's give him this tick. Just because it happens uh, well, in order in the, in the book, movie doesn't mean I think that in they... The book, I think in the book, the there's a conversation that happens between Moody and... Well, between Barty Crouch Jr. and his father before mm-hmm. we find Barty's body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think there is like a visible, like either a tick or like just something he says. Like I think it's like a moment mm-hmm. of like, oh, you're... Yeah. I know who you are. Yeah. I think it... Yeah. And I think maybe that's just like the they just visualized it. Maybe it was something I he think said. So. And, and I think it was something he said in the book. Instead, like we'll give him a visual thing so mm-hmm. that, like the audience will see it happen and be like, "Oh, God, I just, there's so much." It's it's crazy to me how far away that is. From Still this got right some now. time. That's yeah. That's another two years. And then we'll be about. And then by the time we finish that, we'll be halfway done this podcast. Whoa. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> uh, Good thing those movies they keep getting shorter, right? The next one's the shortest. I think this okay. one's the longest. Actually, yeah, I think the seventh is... one. I think seven part two is the shortest, actually. Really? I think so. That makes sense. It's just it's because it's just one big battle scene for ninety percent of it. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Think of it. Well, yeah, we'll oh. be out of we'll be out of material by then because we'll have been talking <laughs> about the future movies. No. For the See, we'll forget that we said those things, and, and then we'll be, we'll be repeating ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a whole thing. So we, we get, there's just one last little thing. I mean, we've talked about his being member, but I just really want to talk about how much I love Ron's delivery, or Rupert Grint's delivery of the line, like, is there anything you are good at? Oh, yeah, I love that one. Or is there anything you can do? I think yeah, that's yeah, what he yeah, says. Yeah, 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 It's like, yes. I, I can pack up really fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can. Look. Yeah. He's not wrong. He's yeah. not wrong. That's so funny. If, uh, if you guys came back for Prisoner of Azkaban, mm. is there a certain part you want to talk about? That's a big question. I have no preference. I like 
I love I like that, that one. It's really good. Um, I love time travel. Yeah, the time travel stuff would be really So fun. that, especially any any time before, the first time or the second time through when time travel's happening. Preferably the second time through. The second time through? Um, I yeah. think give you stuff the, when they're in the past, like when they're in that sequence in the past. Yeah. Like the, pe- I the like, whole I could talk. I could talk drowning. any movie time travel. I could talk about it forever, That's just because really it stuff. it never yeah. quite works. Because I, it's but it, I kind of like talking about. I'm really how. fascinated with the way that time travel works in Prisoner of Azkaban because it's very different from like most examples of time travel that we see mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in other pop culture stuff, and it's very different from the way that it works in the Cursed Child play. Um, they use time turners in that one, but it's they do like the alternate timeline, like Back mm. to the Future Part 2 style thing, which is definitely not how it seems to work. Star Trek Prince 2009. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it. I'm excited. That'll be yeah. a while from now. That'll be good. Yeah. Thank you for being on the show, you guys. Of course. Of course. Thanks so for having fun. us. It's always yeah. fun. Absolutely. I, so I always, I, I'm glad I the always... schedule's worked out and everything. Same. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. Um, do you have any last, any last passing, anything else you want to talk about about this movie in particular before we wrap up? I don't know about this movie, but Lexi, what's your Patronus? Oh, God. <gasps> Do you know? It's embarrassing. Oh, no. Why it's not it as embarrassing. Mine's pretty bad. Yours is a, like a songbird it or something, It's a right? sparrow. It's a sparrow. Oh, oh yeah. That's, isn't that's cute. cute. Wait. I met a guy. I like that. Every guy, they want to be cute. There's a guy <laughs> <laughs> that comes into the bookstore uh, whose Patronus is an orangutan. That's oh, awesome. That's, that's uh, way cooler. I know. The orangutan is way cooler. Like literally that's everything. Like, like Harry's and his dad. It's a stag. That's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I have a sparrow. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. a sparrow. No one's afraid of a sparrow. But it's they're used cute. To, okay, but they're supposed to. either. Yeah, they're supposed to wield off <laughs> bad things. Like, well, but Luna's is like a bunny rabbit. Right. Yeah, and her mind's her mind her is an otter. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ron's is a Jack Russell Terrier. All of those oh, yeah, things, right. all of those things could kick a sparrow's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you just mentioned. Um, mine is a gray squirrel. Oh, so, squirrel! Yeah, I would, I would I argue would for a squirrel over a hyena. Victoria got a hyena. Oh, Hyenas are cool. That's kind of cool. I feel like it shows the slither because I'm a slither claw. Like my other okay. secondary house mm-hmm. is like is always associated with slithering, and I'm like, eh. and I was hating on it for the longest time. But then someone was like, oh, you just you laugh in the face of death, and I'm like. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, cool. all right, I can accept it. My my husband, who is a six foot four tall, like not a very, he's a thin gentleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Patronus was a rhinoceros. Nice. Oh my god. Which I was like sh- shocked. After <laughs> like, Black Panther, that has a note like. Right. He's like right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's it's so like, cool. oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's so and cool. he was a, a, he's a Ravenclaw as well. Mine's a wolf. Oh. See, that's, that's awesome. cool too. Yeah. Uh, I was very pleased. Thing. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, see, so yeah, I got a sparrow. sparrow. Yeah, and I think in a fight, a squirrel would take sparrow. Probably. They're kind of ferocious. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that's you, what kind of squirrel. You piss off a squirrel. A gray one. New York? A gray squirrel. New York City. What is it? This sh- there was a story, and you can Google this for everyone listening, about a uh, politician in Chicago that was speaking out against squirrels and how ferocious they've become they've become <laughs> yeah, in the right. Chicago area and he was riding his bike near a park and a squirrel attacked his bike <laughs> and he fell off and hurt himself like literally yeah like they were yeah so squirrels they'll squirrels are all together don't now. mess yeah, with squirrels look out. <laughs> <Watch> so, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a, that's a true that's story. really, really crazy. Oh, my God. That's really, really crazy. Yeah, what other... Do we have it? So we've covered House and Patronus. Oh, you oh, know Wand? I do know yes. Wand. Um, it's not... That's, like, not as interesting to me, though, because it's just a bunch of... It's just a piece of wood. Yeah. There's a <laughs> different kind of wood. There's bits of information about, like, what each of the wand woods represent mm. um, that you can find on Pottermore as well that I think is like a, has been a really just fun resource to, like, dig through. To give the audience of what kind of person I am, I uh, to figure out, to remember what my wand was, I pulled up my dating profile because it's right there on the front. It's really funny you made so. this, you, you said this, like, off mic, but I love that it's, like, legit. Yeah, like, it's look real. out, ladies, I'm still single. Uh, <laughs> He's got his wand size out there for the world to see. <laughs> a 12 and a quarter inches and hard flexibility. Oh, my <laughs> unyielding flexibility. It is. Uh, I mean, which is almost the same thing. Like It's a redwood. It's redwood uh, Ooh, with cool. a unicorn hair core. Nice. That's kind so, of badass. Yeah. I think mine's dogwood with unicorn hair. Oh, you you are a dogwood. Uh, <laughs> this has got really uncomfortable. My sister's sitting <laughs> right next say, to me. Uh, does it say redwood? Wand quality redwood is in short supply yet constant demand due to its reputation for bringing good fortune to its owner. It is like I said, the case with wand lore, the general populace of the tr- uh, have the truth back to front. Redwood wands are not themselves luckily, but are strongly attracted to witches and wizards who already possess the admirable ability to fall on their feet, make the right choice, and snatch advantage from catastrophe. Interesting. Yeah. What's yours, Lexi? Um, I have laurel wood. Uh, no, you have Yanni wood. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. oh my gosh. Oh my Oh. Um, with a phoenix feather core. Nice. 10 inches in length and rigid flexibility. There you go. Rigid. Mm-hmm. It said that a laurel wand cannot perform a dishonorable act, although in the quest for glory. This is written in the perspective of like Ollivander, so it says, I have known laurel wands perform powerful and sometimes lethal magic. They are sometimes called fickle, but these are this is unfair. They seem to f- uh, be unable to tolerate laziness in its in its possessor, and in such conditions that it is most easily and willingly won away. Otherwise, it will cleave happily to the first match forever, and indeed has the unusual and engaging attribute of issuing a spontaneous lightning strike if another witch or wizard attempts to steal it. Other people can't steal your wand from you. Dope. Unless you're like a shitty wizard and it wants to get away. <laughs> apparently, it's crazy. Dance. Cool. Yeah. So that's Some how we. Um, also, yeah. Phoenix Feather. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a rare one. I mean, there's only three choices, but that seems to be like the most. I think unicorn hair is like what almost everyone seems to have oh, okay. that we've talked to. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It says this is the rarest score type. Mm hmm. Cool. Yeah, cool. I think the only people in canon we know with Phoenix Feather cores is Harry and Voldemort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we know the Phoenix. <gasps> yeah. It's cool. All right, that's everything I have for today, too. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. We're talking about other movies. We're yep. talking, yeah, I think we're... Thanks, guys, exhausting. for being here. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. having us. Absolutely. Everyone who's listening, of course, can find us at uh, duelinggenre.com. Uh, if you want more of me, you can check out duelinggenre.com support, where once a week I am, uh, along with a bunch of other co-hosts, doing Scott Pilgrim Minute. And if you go to duelinggenre.com HP Minute, you'll get me and Victoria doing the Quibbler, where we talk about the book stuff and among all sorts of other things. Right. <laughs> Mostly other things. Mostly other things. <laughs> Mostly other things. Mostly other things. That's true. That's true. You can come back next week for minute 131 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed. Sweet.